Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. And welcome to the Blessed Journey. Yes, I'm a few days early. And why am I early? Well, that's going to come obvious in a few moments' time. But before we dive into our main topic today, I wanted to talk to you about a new offering I have for 2022. I had the privilege over the Christmas and New Year's break to have a few days for myself and my brain started ticking and I've started working on a new project and the first manifestation or formation of that is a 12-month course. Now this course looks at the seven main chakras as well as seven extra chakras. So these are our soul star, our earth star, our incarnator, our stellar gateway our zeal, our spleen, and our higher heart chakra. So we're going to explore these throughout the 12 months, and we're going to look at 110 or over 110 different essential oils, because essential oils are a really powerful gift from the plant kingdom, and they can be used in a whole range of different ways, including balancing our chakras. Our chakras, of course, are energy centers, which can be low in energy, high in energy, or just right. Kind of like the Three Bears story in Goldilocks, really, isn't it? But, you know, you often can find some really great resources, books and websites and so on that will talk about, um, you know, these are base chakra oils and these are sacral chakra oils and so on and so on. And what I've found, though, is when you look at an essential oil, if you contemplate the that each oil comes from a different plant that has a different origin and story and formation... Every essential oil we know is different. So will all the base chakra oils do exactly the same thing? No, they won't. For example, our base chakra, which is about feeling safe and secure. If you don't feel safe and secure when going out around people, then cedarwood is really great. However, if you tend to not feel safe and secure when you're by yourself, vetiver is different. And then if your manifestation of an unbalanced, not feeling safe and secure, you tend to get aggressive or try and assert your power on other people to try and control situations, then cardamom is the best one. So that's just a brief example of three different oils that can be really great for the base chakra, but depending on what makes you feel unsafe and unsecure and thus unbalance your base chakra, you need the right one. So we're going to journey through the core chakras and then those advanced chakras throughout the 12 months. We're going to look at all these different essential oils and where they would come into play and how it would work with them. And then I'm going to show you this technique that I created that allows you to make a chakra blend, a base chakra blend or a sacral chakra blend or for any of the chakras using this kind of technique of, you know, of what blends can be right for you. And then you can do the same for other people as well. And it's replicatable and easy to learn. So I'll show you how to test your chakras and then make an oil blend based on what's actually causing your chakra to be underactive or overactive. Or if it's balanced, you can still work with certain oils. In the course, we'll also go through things such as, okay, so I've got a base chakra oil and a base chakra oil blend. How would I use that differently differently? 
to how I'd use a throat chakra blend. Well, let me give you a quick example. Well, if we think about the base chakra, the base chakra is associated with our nervous system and our lower part of our body. So you'd want to put that on your feet, maybe over your adrenals and along your spine. So using it topically for a base chakra oil. For a throat chakra oil, the throat chakra is associated with the respiratory system. So inhalation is going to be best. So ideally popping it in a diffuser is going to be best for your throat chakra oils. So of course we can anoint the energy center, but we can also incorporate these oils and these blends in as well. How does the course work? Well, it's, as I said, 12 months. It is one lesson a month so that you can really then dive into the chakra or the chakras that we explore in that month. Um, it happens at 5 p.m. Perth time, Perth Western Australia time. Now, hopefully that's normally when Americans are getting up and um, Europeans um, are up as well. Um, so it kind of works ideally for most people. But if you can't make it at that time, then the replays are then pop on a private playlist on uh, YouTube and you can watch them over and over again ongoingly as well. The cost is 123 Australian dollars and I would absolutely love you to join. The link is in the show notes or if you go to my website in the shop, you can order it there or on my Eventbrite, you can buy it there or I'm also promoting it on social media. That is starting very soon. So I'd love you to join in um, on that course. If that resonates with you, then please do. Now on to today's topic. As you know, the essential oils I love to work with is I love to work with doTERRA essential oils. They are now the largest essential oil company in the world. They have a model that is very different to the um, sourcing than many other different people. And one thing I want to kind of point out to you about that people don't actually realize. You've probably heard of blood diamonds, but have you heard of blood essential oils? In the aromatherapy industry, many of the places, you know, plants for essential oils need to be farmed and places where we can get oils cheaply are in third world and developing countries. And there's a long history of the people that farm these and grow these and care for these plants being um, taken advantage of, not paid, bullied, a whole range of different things. Normally what happens when we have an essential oil company is they buy from a broker because having, you know, for a small to medium sized essential oil company to be able to deal with different countries and get some from India and some from Guatemala and some from Haiti and some from Nepal and you know some from Bulgaria and all the different places, that's going to be logistically really, really quite challenging. So there's these middlemen or brokers that will source all the oil, bring them all in, and then on-sell them to essential oil companies. What we have, though, is there is a long history of um, the these middlemen taking advantage of farmers and distillers and you know not paying them or paying them after they've sold the product and you know saying oh I'll come back I'll take your your plants to the city and then come returning a year later going oh your plants were no good no one wanted to buy them so I just threw them in the river um, all these different types of stories. Doterra was aware of this happening. And so what they decided to do is to actually not buy from brokers and to cut out middlemen and to deal directly with the farmers and distillers themselves. Now, they have actually admitted that this is a stupid way of doing business. It's not the smartest way because the smartest way would be to buy lots of land, employ a few farmers and just grow the plants yourself, maybe in, in a first world country. But doTERRA is about helping people on both sides of the bottle. Not only getting top quality essential oils to people to help their body, their mind and their spirit, but also making sure 
those that are actually producing these plants are treated well. So they're paid on time, they're paid fairly, they make sure that they're given the right conditions, they're given education, and their community is also supported as well through the Healing Hands Projects, which is the charitable arm of doTERRA as well. So I like to point that out because people don't always realise that. You know, other essential oil companies, yes, they can test them, and yes, they can do some other things that doTERRA also does, but how are they sourcing their plants? And it's these middlemen that not only treat um, farmers badly, and I'm not saying all pe- all brokers do, not necessarily, but this is also where the main adulteration happens as well. The adding to, of the oils, adding cheaper ingredients or extra ingredients to stretch out the batch and to make get more essential oils than Mother Nature has gifted us. That's why two-thirds of essential oils that are sold around the world were not from a plant, but are actually synthesized and artificially made in laboratories and so on with all that doTERRA has a third party test their oils to show that yes this is purely from the plant so you can feel really confident in that way okay why am i dropping in early with another podcast well i wanted to talk to you about an essential oil that doTERRA has released as a special for their customers in north america in japan and a few other countries as well This is one of the advantages of having a customer membership with doTERRA and if you don't have one I can easily help you out with that and hook you up with all my education and support and personal mentoring and all that jazz as well. But basically those customers that place an order and get some goodies this month will get a free Japanese peppermint. Now we're all familiar with peppermint but this is a different species. In fact, the mint family is quite vast um, and you know, other plants such as rosemaries and so on kind of sneak into the, the mint family. But you also get, you know, we know our spearmint and our peppermints. There's water mint, there's horse mint, there's chalk mint. There's all these different really interesting types of mint. Um, and Japanese mint is another one of these as well. Now, although it's called Japanese mint and doTERRA is sourcing it from Japan, this is an species it is its latin name is mentha canadensis and that kind of has a bit of a reference to canada because it actually grows throughout north america um even into some of central america and mexico and then the eastern part of asia from siberia to java and so around the world it's called different places called different things like it can be called canada mint american wild mint chinese mint um, and then Japanese mint as well as corn mint sometimes as but we're going to refer to it as Japanese peppermint now this is actually used quite a lot and farmed quite a lot this Japanese peppermint because it has a higher menthol content this is one of the constituents in it and this is what gives that cooling fresh aroma and sensation when you compare it to the peppermint you're probably most familiar with there's this great description that doTERRA is using of this visual of being walking through a forest and finding this crystal clear lake and this kind of energy of the crystal clear lake and this aroma and the taste of Japanese peppermint is cleaner and fresher than the taste of maybe a normal peppermint in that way. And for this reason, one of the main reasons that's farmed is actually not for essential oil use, but more so for um, candies and flavorings of foods and beverages and so on. So it is quite a, a well-known mint and, and a really beautiful one as well. Today, what I wanted to do is I wanted to take a bit of a deep dive into how we can work with this to benefit the body, the mind, the heart and the spirit and different uses for it in that way. 
So let's have a look at how we would use this oil for the body. So first of all, it's renowned with that high menthol content for being really great for the respiratory system. So whether you're just, you know, you're feeling a bit congested or whether you want to just focus on your breath and, and improve your respiratory health, this is going to be a really great one. Mixing it with a carrier oil, such as I prefer uh, fractionated coconut oil, and anointing that over the chest and the lower neck can be really great. Popping it in the diffuser, smelling it out of the bottle, or popping a drop in your hands and breathing it in is really going to help to open up that airways and help you to breathe a lot more deeper and a, more, a lot more relaxed. And we're going to come back to the breath a couple of times uh, throughout this episode. Peppermints are also renowned for helping with healthy digestion. Now, there are a whole range of different oils that can help us with digestion, from cumin to dill to fennel to ginger to lemon to celery seed, a whole range, but they all do different things. So, for example, the the kind of licorice-scented ones like anise, um, fennel, and star anise, they're really good for cramping, whereas ginger is really good for nausea. Peppermints and mints are really good for gut motility. What on earth is gut motility? Well, that means getting the gut moving. So there's this process where it's called peristalsis, where the muscles actually move to push the food along through your digestive tract. It's actually been found that when we have peppermint, especially prior, about half an hour before a meal, it actually prepares the gut for getting ready for the meal and helps you to process it quicker, get that energy and stops, you know, rotting food sitting within you as well. So the great thing about doTERRA's Japanese peppermint is it is one that is safe to take internally. So you can add a drop to water, you can flavor your meals and foods and desserts with it. You can pop it in a veggie cap. So it's like a vegetable cellulose um, capsule, which is empty and it slides open, pops and drops in, and you can have that with your meal or half an hour before your meal. Or if you prefer to use your oils topically, mixing it again with that carrier oil, and rubbing it in a clockwise direction. I'm actually doing it and demonstrating it like you can see right now, (laughs) but in a clockwise direction over the belly, and that can really help. So ideally, if you know you've got a big meal coming up or if you're going out eating or anything like that, doing it beforehand is going to be more beneficial than during or after. It's also because of that cooling effect, this can be a really nice oil for aches, pains, tight muscles and that type of thing. Massaging into the area or the whole area really helps with that kind of, you know, nice, um, you know, kind of chilled out, relaxed kind of feel as well. Um, Because it's cooling, menthol has this really beautiful cooling effect. It's also going to be really great either, you know, on a hot day, putting it in a, like a spritzer with some water and shaking it up and misting it over yourself. Um, or if you're getting a bit of a headache because you're a bit hot and flustered, that could be really good rubbing it into the temples. And it's also known for being really good for uh, like fevers. I've heard stories with peppermint, and I can't see why Japanese peppermint would be the same. Where this mother, she, she was woken up in the middle of the night by her young child screaming and checked its temperature, and it had a temperature of 39 degrees. And the husband was like, this is not good. We need to go straight to the hospital. And she said, hold on, just one thing. She got some peppermint and she rubbed it in her hands first and then rubbed it on the child's feet. And within, I think, 20 minutes, the temperature had gone back down to uh, 37 degrees, the healthy temperature, and 10 minutes later, the child fell asleep for the night. Then she could take the child to the doctor in the morning and find out what was wrong. Now compare that to getting that child up, and if you've got other children, getting them all up, going down to the hospital sitting there in the ER, we're probably not getting the, the most attention because it's just a fever at the moment, 
having these gifts of nature around and helping the body to find its own equilibrium again is how we can support now i'm not saying just use peppermint and never go to the doctor if your child's really sick and got a high temperature and that but sometimes you know a damp cloth with a bit of peppermint or on the soles of the feet can remedy that and can help us these things especially when they happen in times where we can't get to a doctor or it's not appropriate maybe in the middle of the night or something like that so that's where japanese peppermint could be quite powerful as well um the other thing you'll find that japanese peppermint is often used um for its cooling sensation in um skincare so you could mix it with your skincare products your natural skincare products but where i love it have you ever used a shampoo or a conditioner with a mint with peppermint or, or japanese peppermint or something in it if you haven't your life is not complete yet oh it's so fun it makes your it kind of cools the hair and kind of tingles the scalp which helps with circulation which is obviously good for the scalp and the hair growth anyway so if you don't and doTERRA's shampoo and conditioner does have um mint in it so you do get that effect but if you are not using a nice natural shampoo and conditioner from doTERRA um and you want a bit of a sensation then a bit of japanese peppermint in your shampoo and conditioner probably the conditioner is best and you'll feel it feels really nice, cool and refreshing, and it's actually good for you as well. So those are the main ways that I would use it for body health, I guess, for the well-being of the body. Um, you know, popping it in the for, on the diffuser or on the chest for the respiratory system, ingesting it or on the belly for the digestive system, massaging it in wherever there's aches or pains, misting it over ourselves if we're feeling a bit hot or on the soles of our feet. Um, going to be another way and incorporating a little drop into our skincare or hair care will be really beneficial as well so it's a bit of a swiss army knife that it really does help with a whole range of different things so now we look at what's it going to do to 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 the mind and you know one thing i love peppermints for and including this japanese peppermint is they signal to the brain to wake up they help with alertness now they're different to citruses Citruses are uplifting of the mood. They make us happier. They make us feel more joyous. Whereas the mints are just like, right, pay attention in that way. And Japanese peppermint, because it's high menthol level, is going to be great for alertness and waking you up. So first thing in the morning, a drop in the hand and breathing it in is going to help not only the respiratory system, but the signal to the brain it's time to wake up. You could even pop about three drops in the shower um, on the floor, not where the water hits, but beyond that, like the little tile ledge I have in my shower, and well, every shower is different, but where you can kind of, where the steam will pass over it, and you'll get the beautiful, refreshing mint aroma, and that's going to be a lovely, almost like a spa experience in your own home to help wake you up in the morning. The other time this is going to be great is whenever you feel a bit tired, you know, and we often have this slump mid-afternoon, and that's when we start going, looking for, you know, caffeinated or sugary treats to help perk us back up and we know they're not good for us but we just need to get through the day try your japanese peppermint again a drop in the hand making sure you don't get your hands too close to your eyes because the menthol will kind of make them water a bit so and just take some deep breath in of it it's even been found that you know peppermint and japanese peppermint with similar chemistry and the similar menthol um, can help with sugar cravings and if you're going to be exercising it can help both pre and post workout with performance and recovery so this is really quite cool, but you're going to find really quite stimulating and really quite focusing. And for me, Japanese peppermint is really great when you find yourself in really stressful or um, high intensity situations where you really need to be on point. This is going to be great. 
on an emotional level, because of its cooling nature, it's going to be a really great essential oil for anger and frustration. When you're getting fired up, you want to reach for your Japanese peppermint, either in the diffuser, or I would recommend a drop in the hand again and breathing that in and taking deep breaths, because how we breathe communicates to that body how we're doing. And when we're angry, same as when we're sad or anxious or anything like that, we start shortening our breath. It becomes quicker. And to slow that down and breathing in that Japanese peppermint can be really great. So you can do that if you're angry. If you're working with someone who's angry or frustrated in some type of way, you can get them to do it. Or this is going to be a really beautiful one to diffuse. Um, Diffuse it to diffuse an awkward situation. Um, You know, sometimes we find ourselves in uncomfortable or awkward situations. Maybe there's some disagreements happening. There's people aren't seeing eye to eye or whatever. Maybe there are negotiations happening. This is going to be a really great essential oil to diffuse in that, to kind of simmer and cool and freshen and help people to kind of be really clear. So as we kind of look at the more metaphysical aspects of Japanese peppermint, this is a really good one for helping to put your worries and other people's worries into perspective. It really brings that clarity of going, okay, we're getting really, you know, maybe we're in a negotiation, we're getting really caught up on this one little sub clause. And is that one little subclause going to stop us from f- coming to an agreement? You know, maybe we needed to diffuse um, pe- Japanese peppermint at COP26 to help people kind of get over the line a little bit more in, in that way. So, but this is also going to be great when you're, again, having a bit of a freak out, feeling stressed about money, about, you know, something that's happened in your life, a disagreement. It really helps to put it into perspective and think, you know, in a year, in a decade, in a century, in a thousand years, will this matter? How much do I need to focus on, on the worry side of things? Because when we're obviously worrying, we're sitting in that energy of this is the problem. We're not sitting in the energy of this is the solution. And last week, I, I introduced this idea, and I'll reintroduce it again this week, of if I knew what the answer is, what would it be? And you could try that meditation or that contemplation as you're inhaling the Japanese peppermint. It'll simmer down the stress, the fieriness within you, and help just worry. Really good for worry as well. So when we look at the metaphysical aspects of Japanese peppermint, I've kind of given in each of the mint oils a name, the ones that I've worked with. So in the doTERRA collection, there are now four. There is peppermint, spearmint, bergamot mint, and Japanese peppermint. So... When we're looking metaphysically, I often refer to peppermint as daymint. So first of all, it's really great for that clarity and that alertness and waking us up, as we just talked about a few minutes ago, because peppermint and Japanese peppermint have similar chemistry. On a metaphysical level, it works with the third eye chakra, and it's really good for having clarity of where I'm going in my life. Because if we don't know where we're going, and we don't understand where we're going, we can't evolve. It's, you know, we know if our GPS knows where we're going compared to we're trying to go off memory and we can't quite remember where we're going, it's not going to work. So that's where peppermint is really great. Spearmint I refer to as night mint. Now, firstly, it's better to diffuse at night or use at night. Japanese peppermint or peppermint, are probably the menthol levels are quite high, and you wouldn't want to use it too much in the last few hours before you go to bed because you might be too alert. You might find it hard to wind down. Spearmint's kind of got a lower menthol level, so it still helps with that alertness, but you're not going to be zinging so much. The other thing about it being night mint, as spearmint is, is that the ancient Greeks and Romans, those that were studying spirituality, metaphysics, the occult, 
magic and so on, would often wear wreaths or surround themselves with the aroma of spearmen because it made them more sensitive to the more subtle energies around. And you've heard me talk about this before when I talk about that maybe dragons and fairies and gnomes are still around us, but we don't notice because we've got too many lights on and too many appliances making noises. And spearmint helps us to be more aware of subtle energies spiritually and other realms, but also to be aware of subtle energies within ourselves. And so that's why I often talk about spearmint being great with the technology detox. This is also, spearmint works also well with the third eye chakra. We then go to bergamot mint. Now, bergamot mint is quite interesting. It has a bit of a fruity, orangey aroma to it. Um, but when we look at the chemistry, we've been talking a lot about menthol. It's not really high in menthol. The chemistry of bergamot mint is actually closer in its effects to lavender or bergamot or pettigrain than it is mint, peppermint or something. So it's actually, I call this one sleep mint. It's a really good one for helping us and diffusing it. It's what I actually had in my diffuser last night as I slept. Um, because I like to rotate what I have in my night, my bedtime um, or my bedroom diffuser. It may be lavender, it may be uh, Roman camel, sandalwood, cedarwood, vetiver, marjoram, ylang-ylang, kananga, vanilla, um, a whole range of different ones. And yeah, bergamot mint is one that I kind of have in that rotation. Bergamot mint, just as a side note, is um, not only great for night mint, but it's also really great. Um, it works differently it works more with a heart chakra and it's about you being comfortable with value and especially money and it's it's not about your ability to accumulate money but your ability to hold on to money because if we don't feel worthy not only will we have problems manifesting money but we'll also have problems holding on to money money will come in and money will go out straight away because deep down within you don't feel that i can handle that much power you know, money is a form of value, it's a form of energy, it's a form of power. And if you don't feel comfortable having 50000 100000 in the bank, you'll, you'll spend it. And if it's subconscious, the universe will resonate with your vibration and will bring unexpected bills and expenses. And so Bergamot Mint really helps to raise your self-esteem and your self-value to go, no, actually, I deserve money. Because I know that if I can accumulate more money, I can do more good in the world and I can make a positive difference in the world. So those are our other three mints. So then we come to our Japanese peppermint. So we've got a day mint, a night mint, and a sleep mint. What am I going to call this one? Well, I'm not going to associate it with the time of day. I'm going to call it paradigm mint. What do I mean by this? Well, you only know what you know until you know something different. And we know that we're constantly learning new things. But often we can get in that point again of stuckness where we're not too sure where we're going or what the solution is or what we should do. And this is what I find as I've been working with Japanese peppermint that's a really great one for helping to shift into new possibilities and to open, you know, help you think outside the square and to go to new paradigms, new ways of being and different things like that. It's quite refreshing and that, ah, it's a new, fresh way. It's a new day kind of thing. I could probably call it morning mint if i needed to of like oh brand new day brand new start so it's going this is its key component of helping you to expand beyond your current belief systems now that could be something of just like how do i work out a, a better way to get to work or how do i you know how do i organize the seating at my wedding all the way through to how do i need to change my way of being to benefit myself and make my life better and full of more happiness and more peace and so on. 
it's quite interesting that doTERRA has offered this in January of 2022 when we've come out of two years of pandemic or dominated by the pandemic and we're kind of like what's 2022 going to be like and how can we evolve and and how can we get beyond being so restricted in different ways by the um by the coronavirus and so Japanese Peppermint helps us to look at how can we rise above that and thus it works really well with the third eye chakra to help you look at how can I understand the world differently in a way that's more productive and more beneficial and helps to bring more light to the world. It's really, really great in that way. Um, it's also a nice one for helping you to sit um, and understand you know how sometimes we just, things don't feel right. It might be in your life. It might be in, um, you know, you just feel unsettled. Like you just can't relax like there's no music that you like and just like you feel edgy but you're not sure why and that's normally because there's something bugging us but we just haven't taken the time to to query it and whether it be journaling or just sitting there and going what is cause what is the cause of this unsettledness right now you're going to find japanese peppermint is really going to support you in getting to the heart of a matter and finding a solution for it and you know finding an explanation to things that are unexplained within yourself and in your life it also is an oil of patience. So if you're getting fired up or hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I know, you know, the postal system is really slow at the moment. Everyone's on holidays and I get frustrated. Like, why aren't things happening quickly enough? And Japanese peppermint's a really great one for just going, chill out, relax, find a bit of peace in that type of way. And, we, you know, we often say chill out. And that high menthol cooling effect of Japanese peppermint is going to be perfect for helping us to chill out in that way. Of course, I always love to share what I like to pair each of my essential oils with. So it's, a as I said, it's a third eye chakra essential oil, a crystal that works really well, not a third eye chakra crystal, but I find their resonance is really beautiful. And I was talking about that crystal clear um, stream before. Um, there's a crystal known as blue aragonite. It's a soft, gentle blue color. And aragonite actually requires a lot of water for it to um, form. And you'll find that aragonite brings in this real ease and this real grace in navigating life and the way that we speak to people and the way that we just tackle things and really brings in this um, this pure, pure, pure peacefulness would be really what blue aragonite helps with. So that's going to be a really nice one to pair with your Japanese peppermint. The animal that kind of came through to me is koi carp. Now, there is both this um, spiritual aspect, and we see carps and the kois, you know, featured in a lot of artwork and symbolism and tattoos and different things like that. But also, one of the most peaceful things you can do is watch some carps swimming in a pond. They're so beautiful, and it just brings that serenity, and it just kind of really... I. I we, we, my father used to um, have some koi carp and he, he built a couple of ponds around our house and I'd sit there and just sometimes just watch them and it was just like a meditation and it's a really nice if you have this opportunity to watch fish especially carp swim whether it just be a couple or a whole I don't know what you call a school of carp um, but these koi you know in their beautiful colours you get the blues and the golds and the oranges and the whites and the blacks in beautiful colours it's just yeah really hypnotic really peaceful so the knowledge that the koi could bring is would work really well with japanese peppermint as well astrologically it's going to associate with pluto now there's actually a myth around mints 
and um, it doesn't kind of specify this Greek myth on which um, which mint it is. But of course, Pluto is the Roman name for the Greek god Hades, the god of the underworld. And he ended up having a bit of a love affair with a beautiful nymph called Mentha or Menthi. And Menthi was gorgeous and they got along very well. But Pluto or Hades had a wife. This was Persephone. And Persephone found out about this love affair and was very angry and so turned Menthi into the mentha or the mint plant. A plant that would just grow along the ground and she and that people would continually walk all over and crush her. Now there's a bit of a rule with the gods in Greek mythology is that if one god or goddess does something to a mortal or to someone else, it can't be reversed. But it can kind of be adjusted. And so because Pluto was so fond of Benthi, he wanted everyone to remember her, and so he blessed the plant with the beautiful mint aroma. And so when people did walk all over her, they would smell the beautiful mint and feel refreshed and enlivened as he had done in his love affair. So Hades or Pluto is obviously corresponds with the planet that is in the far depths and and kind of is associated with the cool depths within us, the, the kind of untapped bits. You know, astrologically, Japanese peppermint would definitely be associated also with Scorpio, which governs the unexplored or the feared aspect of our lives. And so just as this paradigm mint, this Japanese peppermint, allows us to look at things unknown or to go into the dark recesses of our awareness, they, they work really well together. Now, if you're looking for a power day, the best day to work if you want to do something serious with your Japanese peppermint, each of the days of the week are ruled by the planets that could be seen in the sky without a telescope. So the moon is Monday, Mars is Tuesday, Mercury is Wednesday, Jupiter is Thursday, Venus is Friday, um, Saturday is Saturn day, and Sunday is ruled by the sun. Obviously, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto weren't discovered, and so the days, weren't, they weren't allocated days. But Pluto is kind of seen as being a higher octave than Mars. They're both about, you know, awakening our inner power. And so Mars ruling Tuesday, Pluto is also connected to Tuesday. So you could work with your Japanese peppermint if you're going to do something serious or in-depth or nice meditation, then you could do that with um, on a Tuesday. As a side note, one thing I will point out that I've just kind of um, discovered in the last few weeks is we've been very, very blessed here in Perth, Western Australia, because in the total pandemic time we have only needed to wear masks because we've been able to keep covid pretty much under control we have you know i think yesterday we had no new cases in the whole country in our whole state sorry um the east coast of australia is a bit of a wildfire at the moment compared to us but like we only have 20 active cases in the state of covid full stop so life is very different here to where it is in most other places in the world um very very free but at times, we, our premier, who's our like our our, I was going to say our ruler, that makes him sound a bit kind of authoritarian. You know, the, the head of our state um, mandates that we need to wear masks in in certain environments, which is you know a pain, but it's something we do. And what I love have been doing in my yoga classes is we wear a mask there, but I've been popping my essential oils into there. And obviously, you normally start a class just laying down on your back, and then you finish off with shavasana and that corpse pose as well. And what I find is I'm breathing in that essential oil. It really 
I, I, I can smell the different notes. Black spruce is one of my favorite ones to work with. And I can smell these eucalyptusy notes and it really helps you to deepen your relationship with them. And so what I've started doing is I've actually been getting a mask and putting my a few drops of essential oils I want to get to know it a little bit more and just laying down with my mask on, listening to music quietly and breathing it in and allowing that oil to talk to me and to share with me what, what it wants the world to know. Um, so that's just a way that you could want to, you may want to work with your oils to get to know them a little bit better and see what comes up for you. Because obviously I share what I know when other authors and creators share their content that they've become aware of through their own experiences, but your experience is going to be different as well. So that could be another way that you could actually work with your Japanese peppermint. Um, it's going to obviously work mainly with being a leaf oil, seems to steal from the leaves. It's going to be associated with the element of air, so it is about intellect and changing of the mind. The final um, correspondent that I have for you with Japanese peppermint is I find that it actually reminded me of an angel, and the angel is Na uh, Nahalil, spelled N-A-H-A-L-I-E-L. Nahalil is kind of very bubbly and effervescent, and he's actually the angel who governs running streams and rivers. His name actually means God flows forth, or Valley of God. And he's given the role of ensuring that the waters of the world continue to flow in, in order to nourish the planet. Um, and so this angel has this real sparkling and joyous filled vibration and helps to bring you back into alignment and to make sure that you're nourishing yourself by being in touch with your own access to abundance in all its forms. Um, and, you know, I, I often think of Nahalil, and I'm sure, do you remember as a child, you know, splashing in a river or racing twigs or leaves down a stream? That's the kind of joy that Nahalil brings back. So when we work with Nahalil, we, we kind of get back, we, we've, we've become stifled or sedentary or stagnant in some way and things aren't flowing, we're stuck. And Nahalil helps us to get back in flow with the the energy of the world and to bring back find resolutions to bring solutions um, maybe again that we need to readjust our sails in order to flow that we may need to change maybe resisting change um, or ignoring the inevitable Nahalia really helps you to kind of wash away any density or any stuckness or stagnation um, and stimulate to bring things back so here it encourages you you know to connect with Nahalia we can get into bubbling waters, rivers and streams and that type of thing. Um, and you can even write your desire on a leaf and send that down a stream. And uh, Leo will help to bring that into manifestation as well. Obviously, when running water catches dry, that's Nahalil trying to get hold of you. Blue aragonite is a beautiful crystal for connecting with Nahalil, as well as, you know, rarer crystals such as Gerogevite, um, Rudisolite and Trolliart are really great. But a blend that I love with Nahalil is a bit of Japanese peppermint with a little bit of Melissa, which is very much um, invigorating again, and Rosalina, which has a very watery connection as well and helps with adaptability. Rosalina, of course, is a bit of a rarer Australian essential oil. It's part of the tea tree family. So that's a little bit about Japanese peppermint, and I hope that's been insightful for you and, um, you know, evokes your excitement about it. If you're not a doTERRA customer and, and you don't know how to get hold of your Japanese peppermint, then... Um, you know, feel free to reach out to me. My contact details are always in the show notes below. And if you are interested in that chakra course that is starting in the coming days, 
Um, if you missed the first one, don't worry, you can get the replay, but please, um, I'll pop the details in the show notes as well, or just look on my social media or my website. There's details about it there and in the shop on my online shop, you can purchase it right there or my Eventbrite. I'm trying to get it everywhere because I'd love to share with people all around the world, um, about working with the chakras and Japanese peppermint. It's just one of those 110 or more oils that's in there. And as doTERRA continues to bring new oils out throughout the year, I'll sit with them, I'll look with them for the chakra, and we'll work that in to where they sit in the chakra system as well. So I'd love you to join me for that. I'm so glad you could join me for this episode of The Blessed Journey. The reason, of course, that I've released it early is so that you can get into that chakra course and doTERRA customers have until the 15th of January to place their order to get their free Japanese peppermint as well. Until our next episode, take care. Thank you so much for joining me on the blessed journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.